Hey guys, how are you? So I am excited to learn about this new guest. I do not know a ton about her, but I know a little bit about her story and it completely fascinated me. So Stephanie Roman, welcome. How are you? I am great. How are you? I'm good. So Stephanie challenges the divine to give you messages that resonate in helping you remember your most authentic self and path. And I'm going to first have Stephanie give us her quote, and then we're going to dive into what that all means. So the quote that I had was actually downloaded to me as soon as I got your email. And it said, excitement and magic passion is where money and all abundance flow from. And I was like, ooh, that's so like, yeah, right. I thought so. (laughs) That's so good. Oh my God. I love that. Yes. Okay. So mine is if you want it, work for it. It's that simple. Oh, I love that. Right? Isn't that good? It's so true. It's like, stop making excuses. Let's just get into it. Welcome to your next stop. This is Juliet Hahn. I am a wife, mom, virtual coach, public speaker, and crazy obsessed dog lover. I am so honored to be able to take you into the life of someone that has followed a passion. Every week, I hope you are as inspired as I am. Welcome to your next stop. Okay. So Stephanie, I am so fascinated. You shared a little bit of your story and then I didn't want to know too much because I love learning as I interview my guest. So I want you to start from like day one where like how you got to where you are and what you're doing and how you're helping and all this great stuff. Well, day one, huh? (laughs) Yeah, definitely. So I had a totally different life before I turned 30. I was abused as a child heavily and just thought that was the norm and really was a people pleaser, beat myself up all the time without all of that going on, you know, without the abuse happening, which is verbal was so hugely traumatic for me because I kept, you know, then you repeat it in your own head and it's so much worse than if you're hearing it from someone else. So I guess kind of that's why I identify a lot of my abilities being shut down or trying to turn them off or making myself feel bad about just having these unique abilities and not like I could open up to anyone. And that continued for years. I mean, like the self-punishment and the perfectionism. And even though I was doing all the steps, so I was like a marketing director at a really good real estate company. You know, I was a trophy wife who lived a couple doors down from George Bush. I had this kin kind of lookalike husband who was very abusive as well. But, you know, you would never tell it from the outside of how we looked out and about. And my outside world looked perfect as far as like, you know, what society says to do. And inside it was killing me. Like it was literally starting to eat me alive. I was able to hide by the time I was like 24 because I was actually with him from 19 to 30. So it's a big chunk of time. A big chunk of time. Yes. Right. Like majority of your life, <laughs> like in a, in a way that part of the dating part. So I was able to hide a minor heart attack that happened at 24 because of stress induced. And I was like, it's fine. No one can see. It's fine. It's fine. And then also a six and a half minute seizure, which, you know, medically is impossible to survive. And both of those, I just kept going. That's kind of my thing is like, I need to be baby birded from a lot of like universal situations where it's just like, get out. <laughs> this is 
is not good for you. Yeah, you were yeah. Even spoken to like, okay, this is what what else do we need to show you? What else do we need to show you? So yeah, exactly. Like over and over and over. And the more that I ran, it, it just got to the point where I had 10 autoimmune diseases and it was starting to obviously affect the way that I could do my job and at home. And I lost my hair from the last autoimmune disease, luckily, that I have up to date, which was alopecia universalis. So you lose all the hair on your body and they say it's medically impossible to grow back, but I have two years ago grown back eyelashes. So I don't think it's medically impossible, but that's very cool though. Yeah. Right. I lost all my hair and I was like, okay, I can't hide this. Like (laughs) it's Texas. I live in Texas heat. You're not going to go around with like a wig on like a hundred percent. I mean, I can, I know people do, but personally, I don't know how people do it. So there was a day when I was at church sobbing hysterically in the bathroom in the middle of June, the AC was out at the church. I really wanted to hear the sermon. And I just like butted up against myself and said, this is enough. Like it's, fine. Whatever you're going to encounter, if you take off this wig is better than this. You cannot live like this. I took it off. I did not go back. My husband divorced me because I didn't look this Barbie self and I would not put the wig back on. I lost my job. They said it was because I was laid off because they had too many people on board, but I was told in the owner's office, look, wear a wig. Brokers need you to wear a wig. And here's the colors that I want you to wear. First is blonde, second is red, like that. And I was like, no. Oh oh my gosh. Yeah. So everything basically collapsed in my life. I was working like just small hours at a church that I went to because I had no other outlet. And this is when my abilities like really started coming through because it was just like a waterfall, like a gusher. Like you could only keep that hidden for so long. So I was determined after I was single, I'm bald, I'm looking for a new job and all this stuff. I'm like, I'm not living like that. Like this did not work for me. So let's throw it out and find the complete opposite of what works. And that's what I did. I have a question. So yeah, sure. Now, how old were you when the alopecia, uh, alopecia? Yeah, alopecia. You're, you're saying it right. Uh-huh. Yeah. How old were you when that happened? I was 27, almost 28. Super young. And then how many years were you bald before you decided to take that wig off and were like, this is enough? Oh, girl, not even a year. <laughs> like my head just could not stand it. Like I used to wear wigs when I had just patches because it falls out in patches. So like at first I, you know, you're like, oh, it's a little patch here, it's a little patch there. I could deal with it. And people that had cancer would tell me like, oh, it's so uncomfortable. It's so itchy. And I didn't, I was like, it's fine for me. I didn't realize till I lost all my hair. Like, oh no, no, it really is bad. So it was probably like maybe six months I wore a wig, maybe. And then, so you're in church and you were hot, but you wanted to hear the sermon and you were like, I'm done. Was there any time when your husband was like, nope, this is over. Your job was like when, when you sat there and they're like, these are the wigs. Was there something inside of you, a tiny bit that was like, okay, I'm going to listen. Or were you like, no, I am just done. I I am like now I am coming out. And this is That's a great question. <laughs> it was pretty much a nope at that point. And my rebel side came out where I was like, I hate this. Like I am done. Like whatever I have to walk through. Of course, that being said, it's not that I didn't feel completely self-conscious, like going out for like over a year or the fact that I didn't think to myself, because I remember even thinking to myself, like, why can't you just do what they want you to do? Like that was not all the time, but that was one of the voices that came up. And it was just because I can't, it wasn't going to work. Now, are you still in contact with your family that the abuse that you had? 
That's, that's also a great question. So actually, when I was 18 and moved out and went to college, I 100% cut ties with everyone in my family, even people that I wasn't 100% sure, like my maternal grandma, I wasn't 100% sure she even knew what was going on in the household, because again, it was hidden very, very well. But I had no boundaries. And I didn't understand how to put up boundaries. And so at that time, I cut everyone out. And then last year in May was the first time that I started talking to my maternal grandmother. I still don't talk to my biological mother and my stepfather. That's that's the abusers. I have had contact just to say, like, I forgive you for what you did, not for you, but for me. And also that I saw it as abuse because it was built into the Southern Baptist kind of fabric of the way we were raised, like obey your husband. And like, that was okay to do things like that. And I had to let them know, like, look, this is abuse. Like, this is what my term of abuse is, whether you want to recognize it or not. So I did talk to them just for that, but I let them know that there's probably, I don't know if there's going to be an instance where I'm going to be able to have any type of contact with them. It's a relationship. However, I do have contact with my maternal grandmother and I'm actually seeing my, and that was 17 years that I hadn't talked to her. Okay. So, and then I'm seeing my, yeah, I'm seeing my half sister for the first time in 18 years next week. And that's what I think is really important for the listeners to hear that this is something that is you're doing on your terms. It's not because they're forcing themselves. You're like, okay, I'm okay. Now I'm in a good spot in my life. I'm ready to move forward. Is that what I'm hearing? Absolutely. And honestly, the safety that enables me to have is the only reason I can have contact because if it was something where I felt pressured, I'm very kind of bipolar in the way that I like have defense mechanisms, which is either like Heidi hole up where I don't talk to anyone. I'm like, no, 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 no. Or I'm like a rebel, like I'm going to blast past everything. So it was really important for me to not feel like I was being reactionary and to not feel reactionary. I had to feel like I was 100% coming from my own place. Stay tuned for a quick message from my sponsor. Hi, my name is Shari Hodes and I'm the president of Aura Limited, a proud all women owned brand marketing and global sourcing agency. Simply put, we provide fashion forward swag for any and all of your branding needs. Please visit us at www.auralimitedspelledout.com. So from that time, you didn't have a job, you were doing small stuff at your church. And that's when you felt something else. So share with what yes. was there. So I've always seen ghosts. I've always had what I did not know at the time, but now I know as being like physical empath feelings, which were like kind of buzzing, sometimes like throbbing or electrical feelings in my body, which led me a lot of times to think that I was getting ill when now I really know that I'm just feeling energy so much of something like even something to come in the future that happens a lot where if something good is coming like really good and it's a lot of energy I will have dry heaves for a full day it is not fun but now I know it's like okay there's something good and this is what's going on but at that time it was just all kind of happening to me at once and I got a coach with the little bit of money that I had for my divorce put it all into coaching and this woman is amazing her name's Emily Rose but I put all of that into coaching and was like I I need to fix my life like I don't know what please help me I don't know what I'm doing and she was amazing like she added me as a psychic eventually and I was like please don't say the p word I don't like that but she's the one who like really got me to use my gifts okay so when you feel that energy is that energy from other people or is it energy that's happening in your life 
Yes. It's energy from other people, everything with an atom. So like even stationary things, like I feel energy from, and again, energy that's coming, I feel energy from. So that's why for a lot of empaths, it's like we are very sensitive to light and sounds and a lot of things because you're already so overstimulated all the time that any little thing that you add in is like a huge thing for us. So it was coming from all over. But at that time, I didn't really know how to decipher where it was coming. It was just coming a lot. I had a meditation that I did and I was terrified to look inside. It felt to me like a boogeyman type of situation. Like I was going to open the closet and Oh gosh, there's so much in there. I don't want to process. I had, and I have makeup on, so I hope I don't cry, but I probably will be crying. This experience that is why I do the work I do, which was just this unconditional love. Like every time I talk about it, I feel it. Like an appreciation and like everything, like you're perfect. No, 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 you're perfect the way you are. And like these things don't define you and these are not you. This is, you're perfect the way you are. And because of that, I really started to understand and channel the divine straight instead of trying to go through, which I never really did. But instead of using like ghosts, like a medium usually would, I still get dead people that come in that I get messages for, but I don't channel outward like that. I channel straight from God in. That's how I tap in. And so that's like the first. Yeah. Okay. So from God, that's where you, that's, is that what you said? Yeah. Just from God. It's not going through guides or angels. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but it's just the different way that I do it. And so because of that, it blocks a lot for me by opening up to that, like straight path upwards. It blocks a lot of like the noise essentially when you channel. I have literally no knowledge about this world at all. It fascinates me, but I have no knowledge. So is that something that you can choose to do or it's just the way you were made? You mean, if I just channel upward, is that a choice? Right. So is it like that you can block out the side, like, and this is, I'm kind of thinking in layman's terms, like you can block out the side noise. That's something that you can do on your own. It's not that like you have control of that or no, some people don't have control of that. And it's just like, you've learned to kind of harness. I don't know. Yeah, no, I mean, both, like some people do not have control about, like I was before, I was just getting noise from, from all over and I didn't know how to plug into the top at all. Like I didn't even know that existed. So some people don't. And some people also, I will say, it's not like a hierarchy thing where like, you know, well, since I plug in from the top, it's like, you know, just other people can deal with probably the noise better to like sift through it. But for me, the divine knew to get me to where I am with my businesses and everything, I had to be like blocked from everything else because I, it's just too much. And I wouldn't be, I'd be like, you know, squirrel moment. Like I'm already like that in real life. So like, I'd definitely be like that spiritually, <laughs> like squirrel moments all over the place. Right. Okay. So that makes sense. So you can actually harness and that does it. So you can really kind of focus on what you're doing. That's fascinating. And when you're reading people, so you turned that into a business. So it was like, and you didn't realize you were turning into business, but then the more that you got into and learning about yourself and learning what your gifts were, it was like, okay, I can actually help people get past and and especially with your background, like what you went through. Yeah. So I usually don't read for people in person. I even people that are local, I do via Zoom readings just because it's not that I can't read for people in person. It's just easier to keep the energy separate if someone's like on the other side of the kind of like portal for me. So and also I really like being able to record it so that I can give it to people. So that's one thing I do with all my sessions because when I open up and go, it's like blah, 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 you know, and you could be completely lost in the holy what just happened of it. So I also 
also like to do it for that reason. But have I read for people in person? And can I? Absolutely. It's just not my preference, I guess. Right. No, that's so cool. So I know right now my listeners are going to be so fascinated and want to be able to find you somewhere. So can you share where they can find you? And then I'm going to ask you if you don't mind to do like a little reading on me. Yeah, absolutely. Exciting. First, you can find me at Psychic Trainer Stephanie. Stephanie is with a PH dot com. Or you can go on Facebook and find me at Divine Intervention Readings and Readings is plural. Perfect. Okay, so guys, you have to check Stephanie out with the stuff that she is doing right now is just fascinating. So can you do a little reading for me? And like, if, if, do I need to be quiet? No, no, you're, you're good. Like, I can get into a part in like a second where I ask you a question. But let's just take like what what comes first. Okay, perfect. I feel like the work that you do is because you realize that there's so much depth in yourself. So I feel like at first, maybe initially in life, you were really seen as in a way, kind of like a, like a clown, like you wanted to be, not that you were just seen like a clown, like a comedian, like a, like a, um, yeah. And that was your defense mechanism, which is fine. Like that's what mine too. It's like what a lot of us do for a defense mechanism. And there was a lot of like self-deprecation and because you're finding or you found like up until this point and continuing on like these depths of yourself that it's not, you don't have to be that person. You don't have to always be like the one that shows up like, okay, let's be, you know, like on all the time because you're like able to see past that in yourself. You're starting to find so, and this is true to this whole series, you're finding so many people and seeing so much depth in other people because you're, you saw it in yourself first and you're aware of that depth. I love that. What she did, thank you. And I say she is is God or the divine because I hear it in a woman's voice. But what she just said is like, it's an endless ocean. So like, even though you think that we like find layers of ourselves, it's I think the Buddha said to be progressing is to shed your skin daily. And so it's like knowing that there's more under there and more under there and more under there in a way that's great because it's like depths of kindness and love that you give to yourself and your and others. But yeah, just knowing you don't always have to be on is huge. Like people accept me if I'm not, you know, like if I don't feel like one day being that person, then it's going to be okay. That's so cool. And you know what you said with the series, it's funny because the series came to me probably a month and a half ago. And I was like, I want women to know that they have more, right? There's something out there that's more and you don't have to do it all, right? You don't have to do it all at the same time. It's so important to like, listen to what your passion is and then go with it. And so I decided from this series that I am going to be doing a workshop and it's going to be on helping women get unstuck. So whether it's the woman that is living in a town that her husband's affluent and she doesn't think that she has any reason to make a business or start something, right? I want her to have permission and have the tools to be like, okay, I do have these ideas and I do want it because I'm going through life without any fire, without any passion. Yeah, Um, without any magic. Right? And it's like, who wants to go through life just going through the motions? No. Right? Or it's for the woman that doesn't love her job, but she feels like she has to stay in her job. I want her to know, no, you don't. Like, you could do something on the side that is passionate, that's creative, that's going to fuel you because you're just going to be a better human doing that way. So, and that is like, I'm coming out of not always being the funny one because I am, I, I was as a kid always seen as the funny one. And still I enjoy being funny and I do enjoy being on, but there are times where I have a serious side and I do have a mission to really dig in and help. And especially right now, help women find their voice and find that even if it's small, 
do something that's going to light your fire and give you passion. Yes, I would love to. I mean, that's one I'm like in awe. <laughs> like that's everything I needed. Like when I was in that same position was literally just one person to sit there and say like, it's okay. Like you don't understand that life's supposed to be magic and happiness and everything, but I'm going to just allow you to maybe see one little part. And once you see that little part of yourself, it is like an ocean where you're like, oh, wow, like what else can I do? And I love the fact that you said, like, even if it's just doing one thing. So we have this idea that, okay, well, if I'm going to change what I'm doing, or if I'm going to be of worth, or if I'm going to find my passion, I need to make it a business and it needs to be making money now. And it's a lot of times not even like that at all. It's like little breadcrumb after little breadcrumb of like something you enjoy that leads you to the place of finding your business or like making money from it. Right. And this is the thing. I started this podcast to show my kids I'm dreaming something. I want to create it. And then after COVID, I was like, I actually want to do something with this. I want to do something more. And it it was like a storytelling thing because I love to tell stories. And I wanted my kids to like have stories of like funny things that happened to them when they were little. Or So I wanted that, even though there's some stories that my kids should not hear on my podcast. (laughs) And and they they will. We're just going to edit that out. Um, (laughs) Grab it out. Exactly. But so I wanted to show them that if I'm dreaming something, I can make it happen. I didn't know how to start a podcast. I didn't know what I was doing, but I was like, I'm going to do it because I said I was going to do it. So I wanted them to do that. And then from that, I decided, no, now I want this podcast to be something. So that's where this whole Love What You Do series. And then that's what my workshop and I have the workshop literally right here. I just I'm figuring out what platform is going to be the best to to serve it on and do that. So I, I love what you said there, because it is exactly like I did this for myself at first. And now I want to do it where I'm going to also make money and help other people. Right. And you didn't know how to do it. That's the other thing is like, you don't always know how to do the things you want to do. And that's like, those are those big leaps of faith where the universe is like, you know, you jump off and you're like, well, I want to see what happens with this. Like, I have no idea what's going to happen. And for people like me that are type A, that's terrifying. So it's like, you got to learn how to like go once or you're never going to see the magic. Well, and that's the thing. And that's what I want to do. I want to give a safe space for women to see, you know what, I can take little steps because right, it is uncomfortable. I personally love to like take leaps of faith and jump and not know what I'm doing. It's just that's <laughs> I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people do. A lot of people do. So Stephanie, I just want to say thank you again so much for coming on. Can you tell everyone again where they can find you? Sure. It's psychic trainer Stephanie and the Stephanie is S T E P H A N I E dot com. Or you can go to Facebook and look up my business, which is Divine Intervention Readings and Readings is plural. The other thing that I wanted to say is people that have a very strong faith in God, they always don't believe in psychics, right? I mean, they're like, you know, it comes. Absolutely. I didn't want the P word. Trust me. (laughs) It was not my plan. (laughs) Right. But the fact that you actually channel God to do the readings is something different. So that anyone that's listening that like at first was like, no, no, I don't, you know, you have to give it a chance because Stephanie is channeling God and doing that. And I really believe there is a path for all of us. We just have to listen and take a breath and, you know, pause our bodies and do all that stuff to listen to what God is saying to us and just trust that we do have a path and that we're going to be taken care of. Even if there's bumps and roads and things that happen that are not good and that happen bad, it's happening for a reason and it's going to show you down the road why. I mean, I really do believe that and it's not, you know, not everyone finds comfort in that, but it is, I find comfort. Yeah, it it is what it is, right? (laughs) I find comfort from it most of the time, unless I'm like in a bump and then I'm like, 
I don't want this. Like, I don't want to know why this is. But then, you know, I always get to the other side. And I just like to say, like, thank you for that acknowledgement. All my readings and everything I do is only light and love. I don't do anything fear-based. That is not what God is. So yeah, thank you for that acknowledgement. It is kind of, it's a different thing. Right. It is different. So I appreciate it. And thank you for doing what you're doing. And guys, if you like what you hear, please share, rate, and review the Love What You Do series. Don't forget to check us out next week with the new woman that is following her passion and dreams. And Stephanie, again, thank you so much for joining us. And I can't wait to watch what you're doing and, and helping people through your gifts. I appreciate you. Thank you. I hope you liked this episode of Your Next Stop. Please subscribe to my channel, share with your friends, and join in each week. 